Okay, well, it's a beautiful thing. We're here. Hey, Moto Academy Podcast, number one podcast in motocross. I got a loud jacket on today, so my apologies. Also, we got Sack in the house. Hey. So Jack has a mock, Paul is not. This mm. is a, an official group chat member. Jack has been in, what year did we start the group chat? 2007, I want to say. What? Yeah. Well, maybe 2008 or nine. Oh my God. Well, so whenever iPhone, friends. whenever iPhone chat became a thing is when it officially became called the group chat. We were friends before that, obviously. The group chat itself started actually later than that. It started in like 2011 okay. because it was after we met Jason and Dylan and Dan. Yeah. And then we all became friends. And then that's when I, I created group chat. Okay. You did? Yeah. Because there was Because you would have found cars. out about, because it was like iPhone just launched it. So of course, Jack would have found out about it. First. Yeah, of course. We had all of our cars in the parking lot. I took a picture of them and then I tagged, I put all of us in a group chat and then that was the beginning of group chat. So I don't care Whoa. what group chat says, I started it. So that wow. was 2011. And, and then, the goal was, which we've since definitely slipped off of the rails a little bit, but not until really just recently, every day, right? There was a message in that group chat. Yeah, we didn't and miss And that a streak day was kept for... alive years. <clears throat> years. 10 years? Yeah. But then we Probably. got girlfriends and then things came in then the way. Then wives. And then turned into wives. Turns into children. <laughs> so yeah, things got in the way. Oopsie daisy. Yeah. Things happened. Uh, so we're going to talk about nothing. Uh, Jack, I just want to let you know, though, this is the number one podcast in the world. Excellent. Yeah. It's not made up. Happy to be here. Yeah. Isn't this cool? It is cool. Yeah, I like this. Just to come and sit in here. Okay, let's make sure we are recording. Yeah, so I will come in here and do episodes just by myself. Nice. And it's just fun to just sit in here. It's cool. Yeah. It feels like you're in a little spaceship. Yeah. With the lighting. Yeah, we got a microwave. We got a fridge. I bet you there's some Driver Jamie beers in there. Yes, there are. And oh, some sick. nasty water. I wonder why that happened. I don't know how to work anything in this van at all. Not a thing. Uh, we cold plunged this morning. Been Very doing exciting. it. Been doing it every morning. And what's funny is that every time I bring a guest, guess what happens? They wimp out. No, the guest does it better than I do it. Oh well, you, you kind of did a little bit better today, though. I feel like I pushed you a little bit. I went right in. <clears throat> I was nervous. I went right in. Yeah, it did take you a second. I went right in, and then you went straight from just waste. Yeah. Full submersion. You have to. You have to. You have to get the head under. Oh. Once and you get the head under, it's like fine. I went right to my neck yeah. quickly, but then I wouldn't go past that for a while. Yeah. Uh, it just took it took a lot out of me to get my head to go under. Yeah. But as soon as I did, even when I was underwater, I was like, oh, this is nice. Because yeah, then when bad. I came back up, it made the rest of my body not feel like I was dying. Yeah. I stood at my waist for a while, <sighs> though, when I got out. So going back down to my chest, even after going under, was very difficult. So. It's funny how you see people contemplate their lives before yeah. they, <laughs> yeah. the look on your face and the look on my mom's face when they were waist deep mm -hmm. yesterday and today, fear. it's the same look. Yeah. It's, oh no, what am I going to do this? I'm going to, yep. And then just, <laughs> yeah. you just got to go. For my mom, I had a count. I was like, all right, three. Yeah, I gave her the three, two, one countdown yeah. and it worked. For you, you just went all the way under. I was like, yeah, I was just crap. into it. Yeah. I mean, I've done cold plunges before. I would definitely still a beginner at cold plunging in general, but I've done it a few times. So I, I knew so what to expect. But every time it's still like death, like I was saying. Like it's, it literally feels like you're going to die. The one thing I've gotten better at is I, I'm breathing now where before I would cause a scene. I still do kind of, but I would like yell. Mm. And I, that definitely only makes it worse. Yeah. I would yell and scream and hyperventilate and like work myself up before. To try to get warm. Just to try to mentally get myself to go in that water. Yeah. There's nothing I'm worse <clears throat> at. I think- I'm cold uh, all the time. The biggest part of it is convincing your, your brain that this is actually something that you're going to survive. Because <laughs> you think it's like a big deal, but then once you get in and you realize it's something you are going to survive, oh, it's, <clears throat> it's a- It's hard. It's a big, it's kind of like a life-changing moment. You're like, oh, this is actually isn't, isn't so bad. But I want to start doing it more yeah. often, for sure. Just go to Cotton Hollow every morning. Yeah. I just... <laughs> it's hard. It it's is. hard. Especially when like it's a subpar day outside. We've gone in there in days where it's cold and rainy. Yeah. 
Yep. And then to get in that water and take your clothes off when it's cold and rainy. Yeah. It was, it was 50 this morning. It was like 49 degrees yep. when we went in and the water temperature in the Connecticut river was 40 degrees. Do you think there's a way to so, look up cotton hollow water temperature? I looked, I don't think there is. Oh really? So there's a temperature in middle Haddam, which what is, is like, cotton hollow. Like where's that water coming from? Where is it going? It's uh, it's called Brooks river or Brooks Babel, something like that. It, but it comes right from the Connecticut river. So oh, it's it basically does? like maybe five degrees colder than the Connecticut River. So and the river was what? Forty degrees. <gasps> yeah. So pretty cold. Man. Yeah. Wow, that doesn't take long for that to happen. No. <clears throat> because yeah. we we're going to Cotton Hollow from the end of summer through, so we experienced it every day all the way through, and we were calling yeah. it a cold plunge like in July. <laughs> and I mean, it was it was probably 60 something anything below 60 is going to be a cold plunge and but... now it's getting to the point where it feels kind of like you're getting into ice yeah this morning was pretty cold even the rocks as you were getting out of the water were freezing yeah that's how i knew it was like really really cold yeah. and then my feet were of course numb too so i couldn't really feel it afterwards ct river it's nice temperature. it's really nice uh man yeah, so at Middle Haddam this morning, it was 40 degrees, 39 degrees. So you got to think it's a little colder than that since it's not seeing as much sunlight and it's not a big of, it's not as big of a body of water. I've been making a challenge, Moto Academy people, if you're listening, do it in the shower, even if you don't have access to a cold body of water, even if you just end your shower with a couple of minutes of cold, like as cold as it will go. It's the same type of feeling. It sucks to have to do. Feels horrible for about 10 seconds and then you get used to it. So what is this? That's uh, the river over the course of the past year from November 6th last year. So you can see already since a couple months ago. Or a couple oh weeks yeah, ago, look at how quickly it drops. dropped down a lot. Yeah. Holy crap. I tried last No wonder, night. yeah. So it dropped. <clears throat> Does this scroll? I wonder what month that was. Why isn't it letting me scroll? But it looks like it goes from like high 70s <laughs> to the 40s in like yeah, within it was a like, couple months. It was 80 degrees back in September. Yeah, and that's exactly what- Yeah, right there. September was 80 degrees. Holy cow. Which is lukewarm. It doesn't take long. I'm talking every day that we would go, I'm like, mm -hmm. whoa, what happened here? Like it got five degrees colder Just easily. Colder, colder. Easily. I tried doing the shower last night and I was laughing at how badly I couldn't get into the water, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna die with AJ." <laughs> and I told my girlfriend, "I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it." And then I, I called this morning, and no answer. And I'm at the head of the trail, and I'm like, "Oh no, he's sleeping. I know what's happening here. Yeah. He's sleeping." And then send a text, and then did you call me back? Yeah. And I'm deep into the trail at this point, mm -hmm. and. I'm like, you're sleeping, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I just woke up. I'm like, okay, how it's far do you live? Fault. 20 minutes. Okay. But it worked out because we hiked basically right to where it gets super technical, where the beach part is right yeah. before that. Turned around, came back, and then the timing worked out well. By the time we got to the trailhead, you were right there. Um, what time do you go to work on a normal day? Uh, they changed my schedule. I'm 10 to 8 right now. So I don't really have to wake up that early. I still try to wake up around seven or eight if i can though so do you like 10 to 8 no it's terrible what would you prefer nine to five just normal oh really yeah. i mean 10 to 8 i'm on a four by 10 schedule so i do four 10 hour days mm -hmm. and then i get three days off which is really nice but i would still prefer uh eight to six and what are your days off sunday monday tuesday sunday monday tuesday yeah that's cool days off to have no? yeah yeah monday tuesday is nice because i can go to the bank i can go to places Ooh. yeah you've never seen the inside of before if you Ooh. work nine to five yeah yep uh, I've noticed that I, my schedule is whatever the heck I want it to be, but I, it still ends up being kind of like filled with stuff some days. Mm. Nothing's ever open. All the important things that you would have to go to close by the time you'd be able to get there. Yeah. I'm like, how does a normal person, how do they go to the bank? They don't. How do they go to like the dump? Like the hours of all these places? It's like, yeah. hang on a second. You have to take a day off to do anything basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I don't mind having Monday, Tuesday off. Dude, I've been going to the dump lately. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Loving it. Visiting the dump a lot. Got a yeah. membership. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So it was uh, $13. Okay. For that's the year. Bad. For the year. 
okay. to do uh, like, don't know what's inclusive of that. I think definitely we bring cardboard. So we bring in like cardboard boxes. So, and what happens is the garage fills up with them. Dude, I don't know what alley orders. It's unreal. Filled. Well, you saw the garage today. With Amazon boxes? Yes. <laughs> Filled with, and not just Amazon. I mean, you name it. Crate and barrel. Target. Definitely Amazon. Mm. Filled. And then I'm like, all right, well, you know, we're just moving in. But it keeps happening every week. So we had to get that <laughs> dump membership. But it's nice. You go to the dump and they, they play, at least at our dump, music's playing. <laughs> Glass and very dumb. Energy's high. Yeah. There's a couple of black dudes that work there that when I bring this van, yeah, they lose it. They think it's <laughs> so cool. They want the full tour. They want to check it out. Mm. It's hilarious. I just like it. Is it your first time at a dump? Yeah. That's exciting. My, well, no. I used to go with my dad because that was like the one thing my dad would do. It's like, oh, going to the dump. Yeah. And it was like, I swear it was every day. So I would go with my dad and I remember going to Middlefield Dump. It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Yeah. I it's mean, there's fun... something uh, satisfying about being able to chuck a bunch of stuff off the back of a truck into totally. a big pit and watch it break. Totally. <laughs> it's very therapeutic. Yeah. I, the first day I went, I was like gently placing like an old light fixture on the ground. He goes, you know, you just throw it as hard as oh, you yeah, want. Oh, yeah, smash that. I was like, you yeah. sure? He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just started launching it off the bed of my truck into yeah. the thing. And I I'm mean, like, if it's oh, demo, nice. they want it to break anyways. They're going to break it. They're going to go in there with a backhoe or something and break it up. So I had never really done... Uh, a tour. A tour of a temple. <laughs> uh, like I've never done, I don't mow my lawn or I don't do a chore, like mm. any chores. So this is my oh, first. A tour, yeah. not a tour. They were saying a tour of the dump. Oh no, I did do a tour of the dump though. <laughs> this is my first chore yeah. and I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Did Allie it wants. Rewarding? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Allie wants us to buy a lawnmower. Like a ride-on one? Yeah. Okay. She wants like a zero turn. I think for your yard, that would be fine. Yeah, that's Big what the people sense. use that do it. Yeah. Do you think that she would be safe on it? Would she be safe on it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would get the one where you sit down on it, not stand on the back. But yeah, I think she'd be fine. I Imagine think she'd be safer than... Ripping around on I it. think she'd be safer than you on it, to oh. be honest. <laughs> I tried good one on before and it was so sketchy as far as like sensitive. Mm. When you would try to turn, like you were flying in circles it was going that yeah bad. you can't whip them in different directions oh my god for the folks at home aj is only good on two wheels anything with four wheels like a skateboard for example do you remember we tried to skateboard yeah that what was the heck? terrifying i thought you were gonna die honestly skateboarding is i could think it's safe to say that safe, uh, skateboarding is my worst sport mm. but then again <laughs> i've tried no, I'm decent at snowboarding. I was going to say, I, anything that's not going forward... We have a great balance, so balance You have to fine. go sideways like on a board. I'm not good at, but I am good at snowboarding. Were you there the day that I tried to kneeboard in the Connecticut River for the first time? Probably not, no. <laughs> oh, you weren't? No. I was with Dylan and Dan. I swear I was with definitely some of the guys. I took, th very quickly, within five minutes, I took three of the hardest kneeboarding crashes like, that you could possibly take. Straight forward. Catching an edge and just wham, yeah. just straight in. Kneeboarding's not for the weak, for sure. Oh my God. Yeah, scary. I don't like it, to be honest. I'd rather wakeboard than No, it was horrible. Yeah. It was death-defying, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So I tried kneeboarding, and then I tried uh, stand-up jet skiing. Stand up jet Were you there fun. the time I got stuck in the weeds and barrel rolled it and Dom had to come rescue me? No, but I tell that story to everybody I, I meet <laughs> because it's an amazing story. Uh, yeah, so that was my experience stand up jet skiing. Dom just goes, oh yeah, let's go down this. It's like a little like... It's the Madabasset River. Tributary of the of the river. Yeah, it, comes, it cuts right off the Connecticut River and it goes all the way to Cromwell from Portland. And it goes all the way up to Cromwell and then past it. And I was on... A, Definitely like a 90s, right? All of those jet skis were like from the 90s. That was probably like a JS750 or something like that. So could it have been prior to the 90s even? Uh, yeah, it was probably like an 89 or an 88. Yeah. If it and was it, wasn't Dom's, running, it wasn't yeah. running super well, the they one never, that I was on. They never run well, <laughs> yeah. And so he takes us down this tributary. I'm just making up tributary. <laughs> I guess so, sure. <laughs> and it starts getting real shallow. Yeah, yeah. And... I can just see the, and I don't, I don't like this one bit. I could see it. And Dom's jet ski is, yay, yay, like his is ripping. So he's just mm -hmm. flying right through it. 
and I'm just seeing the weeds come up through the water and I can like see what almost looks like the bottom, but it's really gross and freaky looking. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. get shivers just thinking about it. And then all of a sudden my jet ski just starts like it, it's sucking in the weeds <laughs> and I just start going slower and slower and slower. And then eventually it just kind of like sits there and now it just, it's stalled out and I'm balancing and I balance for a little bit, fall into the water and full panic mode sets in. <laughs> I, I am tangled in all the seaweed and weeds and now I'm scrambling to try to get back on it. And the, as I try to get back on it, it's now just barrel rolling itself into the weeds. Yeah, bad, bad line choice for sure. So Dom comes back over on his cracking up hops off i get on his take off and he's <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to unwrap mine oh, man. and then get it running again and get going yeah those jet skis were a trip honestly dylan and i Full collided panic. on them do you remember that story you weren't there for that but we collided into each other and didn't you put a hole in one of them oh yeah i put a big hole in his yep really yeah and it almost sank and then he uh we got towed behind dom in a boat hanging on one arm on the jet ski one arm on the rope coming from behind the boat the Who's, student in Spider-Man. So what happened with that? Whose fault was that? Oh, it was mine. <laughs> Dylan loves blaming it on me too. So what happened was we were both doing, they were doing donuts out in the center. Yeah. And I was kind of going around like this. And my jet ski would die basically anytime I let go of the throttle, uh -huh. which was just super fun. So I just fell. Just had to go wide open. Yep. So I fell off the jet ski, which happens very often. And... I tried to just keep it going. So I basically just didn't let go of the throttle. So I'm still water in my eyes and I'm just going and I'm turning. And then all of a sudden I see Dylan coming from my backside. So it's kind of both of our faults, but definitely still mine. And we just collided in the middle of a turn. And my nose went right into his hull, basically. Put a huge hole in it, like oh. this big. And then it Was went... he on it on it? Oh yeah, absolutely. He was shredding a circle with Dan on his... And that was a big one. I think that was a 750 and I was like on a 400 or something. So his jet ski went underwater immediately. So he's going underwater to get it and then pulling it back up. <laughs> Dom goes and gets a boat for us. <clears throat> he comes back, gets a rope. We're Spider-Man, both of our jet skis off the back of this boat. The most nice. ridiculous thing ever because they're not running at this point. Is this right them. by the boatyard? No, this is, uh, this is by the Cromwell boat launch. So we were probably a mile from the boatyard, which isn't bad in the scheme of things. But when you're behind a boat going two miles an hour dragging your jet ski and then holding onto the boat it's pretty intense and dom just kept saying cut the loss cut your losses and dylan's like i just built this thing i'm not cutting my loss so that wow. was fun yeah. the amount of so to circle back group chat has been it was a group of it was let's figure out who the core group chat members are here for a second jack dom Dylan, Dan, Jason, me. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So six of us. We've been in that group chat forever. Mm -hmm. We were friends before that. And what, so from the time we were kids, pretty much, yeah, to current, we have gone through so many phases. Mm -hmm. It's unreal. Yeah. We went through the car phase. What, what phase came first? The whole thing that started it was the car phase. Yeah. That was when you had your Evo, I'm pretty sure. Or you got your Evo shortly after. And then... Yeah, but even before the Evo, I got my that pickup truck, the that F-150, the black one that oh, had the cool yeah. wheels you, and tires and on it. Tyler Thompson lifted it for you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Which was in Glastonbury, <clears throat> I think, right? Yeah. Wasn't yep. that? And the reason I felt the need to get a cool truck like that was because they, everybody was starting to get what I thought at the time were cool cars. Yeah. So Dom and Dylan had STIs. Dom had an STI. Dylan had the, at first he had the Cobalt. Well, he had the S4. Oh my God, the Cobalt. When we first met him, he had the S4. Okay. The S4 I loved. <clears throat> yeah. And then he had a Cobalt with a dump on it, which was extremely loud. And didn't it go through water and something happened? Yeah, it got hydro-locked. Hydro-locked. On a puddle because the intake was so low to the ground. <laughs> so it just sucked up water through a puddle and never was the same after that, basically. Oh, my God. I remember that stupid thing. So he went from Cobalt to Evo? He went from Cobalt to, yeah, yes, to the Evo. Which Evo was it? The Evo 9 with the Evo 
10 turbo. What color was it? I, I can't picture that one. It was white. white and it was so fast that it would sit on its back wheels and burn rubber whenever he took off. I remember that one. Because it would just throw all the Yeah, that one back. was like fully done up. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then Dom, Dom would be the hardest to keep <clears throat> up with. Dom started with a F-150 sport track. <laughs> with Lambo with doors. With Lambo doors. And a picture of all the Hooter girls posing by it with his Lambo door. Lambo doors. Yeah. Lambo door. Only one door. What do just you mean? his driver door was Lambo door. No. Yeah. Just one door. You don't remember that? No. It only had one Lambo door. It was Why? Because he could only side. afford one of them or I, did I only got around to, to do them? Just one of them. I don't know. I don't know why, but he did it. Just one door. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the ultimate vehicle. I mean, wow. for being 16, 17, having that vehicle, like it was the coolest thing at the time. You look back now, you're like, oh my God, it's an F-150 sport track. Like what was wrong with us? But it, it was, was cool a really comfortable vehicle too. Like I that that was a fun vehicle to have. Because it wasn't really a truck. It was like an SUV with yeah. the back chopped off. Then what did he get after that? He went straight to the STI after that. The 2006 FDI, STI. Blue? Yes. The original STI. No, black. The one he crashed on the Portland Bridge? <clears throat> no, that was uh that was Hummingbird. Too soon. <laughs> that was an STI too, wasn't it? Yeah. He owned that one for like two weeks. What color was crashed. that one? That was blue. And he crashed that one on the bridge. Yeah. And then it's blue or silver. Wow. There are so many. Mm -hmm. Then he had the The Evo. The, the Evo. Evo 8, the blue, blue Evo. Evo. That one I remember. Then he had the BRZ. wide body. Yeah, he built the rocket, rocket bunny. bunny. BRZ. That was the coolest car he had by far. I think yeah. he still misses it too. He wrapped it with like a nice, uh, I don't know if it was Nardo gray, but it was like a nice dolphin gray. It was really well done. It was extremely well done. He took so long air, to do on it. On air, right? Yeah, that's when we went down to H2O in Ocean City, Maryland. Yep, I didn't go. It was fun. I remember seeing all the updates from that. Yep. Trip. It was cool. That car scene's kind of over H2O. now. H2O. Oh, my God. Yeah. That seemed like a total just shit show. It was actually good when we went. Um, and then a couple years after, it started getting too many people would go. And then when there's too many people. Is it still a thing now? No, they stopped it a few years ago. Oh, they, they got did. too out of control. Yeah. They try to do other stuff like it. But now it's just takeovers in streets, which are just incredibly dangerous and so dumb. Gosh, I remember seeing videos of that H2O thing every year. And it was like the was whole fun. goal was to <clears throat> cause a scene in front of the cops almost. I mean, the goal for like 80% of the people there, 90% I would say, was to go and see hype other up. cool cars and then like hype up other cars and like see these builds. Because back in the day, it used to be builds. People used to get a car. Yeah. They would build it up. They would put cool wheels on it. And then they would drive it down to H2O and show it off. Now it's like people get uh, a stock Mustang or a stock uh, CTSV and put a tune on it and then just do donuts in a intersection and then hit somebody and send them flying 20 <laughs> yards. Like it's way different nowadays. This, the car scene has completely changed. We were in a, we grew up in a cool era. I feel like if it, it was like we grew up in the golden era of car scene. For it was sure. like Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast it was and like Furious Fast was and Furious. So I went from the F one fifty. We had the 05 F one fifty Lariat. Yep. It had a really bad. It was like a clunk, like a transmission clunk. So it would like try to shift, but it would end up getting stuck in between gears and just kind of clunk really bad. Traded that in for the Evo, mm. and I got a, I got as much money as I paid for the truck when I traded it in. I remember. So I actually got a really good deal on that trade in. Then I got for my 18th birthday, 2011 Evo, and that thing was sweet. Yeah, that was nice for like our group of friends' cars. That was that was that was sweet. And then... Yeah, we were jealous at the time. <laughs> then what after that? That was it for my car days. For you, then and you went to a truck. And then now you've been a truck boy ever since. Yeah. Truck guy. Yep, that was my only car, I think. I can't... Oh, I got a big lifted truck after that. Yeah. That stupid, I think had 40 inch tires on it and like mm -hmm. an eight inch lift or something ridiculous. Yeah. That one was stupid. Uh, yeah, I remember Dom's Rocket Bunny just because the, the air was the coolest part, I thought. Yeah, he could air out. Yeah. yeah. And slam it down. The fact that people would see that thing sitting on the frame, basically, and like, yeah. how is this driving? Yeah, exactly. And then you it, had a... Uh, well, what no, did we... What was taken to Pittsburgh? Dom's Dylan's WRX. That's when we were breaking it down, if you don't remember. We would go on the... Don't try this at home. 
uh, we would go into the breakdown lane to pass people because they were going too slow because <laughs> we were trying to make great time. That's when you saw the deer too and stopped us from a uh, deer collision. Right? I saved different... everybody's lives. Yeah, right. it was quite a high mile per hour speed and you saw it before anybody else saw it. No one saw it. And we were all paying attention too, but no one saw it. And then you just slammed on your brakes and we're all like, why did you do that? And the deer comes hopping out across the road from like 30 feet in the woods you somehow saw. I'm amazing. really good at spot. I don't know. And I was also going like 150 probably. Yeah, we were going fast. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was really good that you saw it to be honest. <laughs> really good. Yeah, because when I drive at night, there's something I only am looking like this way peripheral to see if I see glowing eyes. Mm. Like that's my only focus. And I saw glowing eyes to my right, 150 miles an hour to slam on the brakes and the whole car goes, what the? And all of a sudden, sure enough. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Man, we made such good time getting there though. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of bad choices though, but. Oh, I'm sure. Times. The fact that I didn't get pulled over on that drive <clears throat> is an absolute miracle. Mm -hmm. I think I must've averaged like a hundred and 30, 140 miles an hour. For... Yeah, absolutely. It was ridiculous. It was so dumb. <laughs> it was so dumb. Wicked dumb. But we made it in such good time. Wicked so. dumb. Fun trip. Oh my God. Wow. And then your favorite car of mine personally was... The Nismo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. the Nismo. Yeah. Dude, the Nismo, this I thing can... smelled like pasta inside of it. I can picture the crazy sounds that that thing would make. Yeah, because I took the resonator off, which awesome idea when you're 18 but like it's not it doesn't sound good at all oh um, like a loud like a rattling can. tin can of like yeah Ooh, and i like... remember i wasn't even aware of how bad it sounded until i took it to a dealership to have them test drive it to trade it in and they drove it away and i was like embarrassed i was like that's not my card please don't look at it it was bad the really Nismo. Bad. So what ended up happening with the Nismo? The Nismo, I crashed actually. You did? Yeah. So that thing had completely bald tires on it and I was going around a turn a little too fast and it caught out and then caught traction straight into the guardrail. So oh. it was just a small accident, but then they totaled it. So In I was the like, snow okay, or no? Goodbye. No, it was just raining really hard. That's it. Hmm. But still, again, my fault because <laughs> I was going a little too fast for the turn. Is that the only vehicle that you've crashed? Uh, there was one other accident I've been in, which was completely not my fault. I got cut off by a Wesleyan college girl, actually. Nice. Um, and then it was at the intersection where Tritown is in Portland. And oh, they had the yeah. big bank of snow. Yeah. It was right in the middle of winter, and they plowed all the snow into the center so you couldn't see. So I had a green light. I was going forward. She didn't see me because of the snow bank, and she pulled out in front of me, and I T-boned her. Oh, so, right in front of Tritown? Right in front of Tritown. I remember that for some reason. Yeah. I think group chat did a pretty good job, though. There was a lot of sketchy things. Didn't Jason roll something? Jason rolled a vehicle. Yes, he did. Which one? The Jimmy? <clears throat> the Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. Wow, he rolled it? And mm -hmm. who was with him? By himself? He was by himself. Yeah, that was scary for him. I remember that was a big that was a big deal for him because that was the first accident I think he'd ever been in. Yeah, so I mean, rolling a rolling car? I've never rolled a car. Pretty obviously. aggressive for a first accident. Yeah. Yep. I remember he said he was holding a cigarette on the wheel and he flipped over, all the windows smashed out, and he was still just upside down holding the cigarette. What, what caused his crash? Uh, I think it was just a combination of his vehicle not having a very good tip over rating yeah and he was trying to go around somebody a little too fast so he just swerved this way and then he lost it and then swerved this way and then lost it and then escalated from there and kind of just so he was over. passing somebody on like a two-lane road yeah yeah and then just rolled yeah there oh was a problem God. with another driver too that was involved and he drove away which is kind of messed up oh so was it like a partial road rage incident yeah yeah so this guy was he slammed on his brake so jason went to go avoid him basically oh and then he swerved out and then back and then that's when when he tried to swerve back again he went off the off the road and flipped i think he actually landed on his tires though but not that that makes it any better but still yeah <laughs> man that was scary. was that jason's only incident no he had another one where he was he had another wet turn incident just uh -huh. like i did same thing where he Lost it and then caught traction and then went into the guardrail. Which so, vehicle was that in? That was in the Jimmy. Okay. I remember the Jimmy. That was my favorite. Yeah. That's when his dad was yelling at him saying, you can't buff a U because his bumper was in the shape of a U basically. And I remember we went to his house the next day and his dad just ripping into him for 
destroying his second vehicle basically and jason's like it's not that bad we can fix it and his dad's like your bumper's in the shape of a u you can't buff a u because jason was going it'll buff out it'll buff out man that was uh, okay that was so we got time. you and jay sean yep. two accidents each i think me and jay sean are the only ones who've had accidents well dom crashed on the portland bridge that's okay yeah but that was what was the story behind that well there was that was going oil. from portland to middletown yeah right there was some oil on the bridge and he was going a little too fast and he slipped out and then again just slipped out and caught traction and then went straight into the uh straight into in the an sti barrier. yeah and like probably a going kind of fast uh increasing speed accelerating fast he wasn't necessarily going fast but he was accelerating and very for those fast. of you that don't know portland bridge is two lanes both ways yep it's a big bridge it's a high sides. speed bridge and the turn get from portland the town <clears> that we all kind of spent most of our time in Going to Middletown is like it goes up and around to the right. Not yeah. a good place to overshoot your turn and end up in oncoming lane. Yeah, I will say a disclaimer that it's not a high speed bridge, but <laughs> we treated it like a high speed bridge for yeah. sure. Oh, it was a high speed. That was a high speed bridge for me. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's got a lot. It's got a long. I might have the land speed mile. record. Yeah, because there's a mile straightaway basically of nothing in just two lanes and if there's no one on it like yeah sure go for it but both sides have very aggressive turns yeah and they're kind of off camber too so if you're going too fast or if it's wet or something did he collect another car in that or was it just him uh no that was just him wow so lucky I'm pretty sure actually i think he might have like slowly rolled into another car did he total but... his car yeah okay yep. so then that was it for dom crash wise dom. yeah what about dill or dan Dill, Dan, and you are accident-free. Wow. Mm -hmm. Go us. Yeah. Considering, though, all the stupid things we did our entire entire childhood and the fact that pretty much most of what we did involved vehicles. You got more lucky than we did is what I'd like to say. Well, Dan well, was I just we a really all good got driver. really lucky. You were a good driver. Dylan's a good driver and Dan's a good driver. But, I mean, it's not like I was a bad driver or Dom, by any means, was no. a bad driver. You're right. Dom kind of just got the bad part of a situation jason and i both just had bad tires yeah and then bad situations so but we did get lucky though with how yeah. stupid we were yeah but we were I, always reasonable well <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes i i remember specific things i remember being on i must have been taco's street bike with Dom on the back. Yeah, I tell that story. I live vicariously through you for that story. I tell that to him. And I, I remember that recently. Oh, because we did a tandem race at uh, all the Moto Academy people hopped on each other's bikes. Oh, nice. Two, and we raced two by two. Yep. And I didn't want to be the passenger, of course. Mm -hmm. But it made me think of the time that Dom hopped on the back of the street bike with me. Yeah. <clears throat> and we went down, is it 66? Yeah. Right by Tritown? And around that corner, mm -hmm. I think we went 180. Yeah. I remember Dom not being very scared of things at the time. He was very no fear and he lived it. And that was, he was very, very scared after that one. He, he told that story like he almost peed his pants scared. Like that was a very nerve wracking moment for him. And I know he trusts you on yeah. a bike for sure. But still, but I was going was 180 terrified. around a turn with somebody in the back. Yeah. I don't know why we did the things that we did. No. I mean, when before you're 25, I don't think you make any decisions no. that are sound at all. No, no. I think the one thing, yeah, we did a good job of like, if there was ever any drinking going on, I really do feel like we were actually wicked responsible from what I can remember with yeah, that. Yeah, we never, we never, we didn't really drink that much no. to be honest, but we never Just, drank uh, and drive. What was the drink that became illegal? Four loco. Four loco. Yeah. Yeah. We did slam four locos, but never before driving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, four logos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I, yeah, in that sense, like where kids usually make the mistakes, <clears throat> I do think we were actually pretty smart. Yeah. I think we so. just had some. And by we, I guess it was a lot of me would do some things sometimes that were just really extreme. Yeah. Like the drive to Pittsburgh. That was extreme. Yeah. The Dom on the back going down. So that was extreme. Yeah. We yeah. drove down to New Jersey one time to pick up. Uh, actually, Dom's air ride we picked up. Mm -hmm. We drove Dylan's car down to Jersey. To I remember get that. Was I? I was that there for that? No, that was just us. Oh, because we stopped and made a pickup on the way to <clears throat> Pittsburgh too for a car part, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yeah, but that one was pretty bad too. We were we were breaking it down pretty hard. Um, <laughs> that one was that one was pretty bad. And look back at it. I remember that term breaking it down. So is that what it meant? Yeah. 
Yeah, breaking it down means going into the breakdown lane to pass people. <laughs> That's a horrible. Which, uh, yeah, do not do. Don't do that. Definitely don't do it that. It is not worth it. Uh, and I drive so slow now. Yeah, I noticed on the way over here you were driving it's, very slow. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my pace. Very mature. Very mature. I go speed limited or under. Yeah. Usually I hang Blinker, out. Blinker, about... there was no one behind you other than me. And I'm like, I know where you're going. Blinker anyways. We used, to, <laughs> we used to drive on the wrong. When we were following each other, we used to drive on the wrong side of the road, put our blinkers on for the opposite direction, oh pass each other, God. do the stupidest things. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, we have some funny stories getting pulled over, I think, if you were with me. Which do you remember time? by, well, there's a few that stick out. So, and I might get these stories mixed up. There was one I remember right by here which the cop pulled up next to us in his car, didn't get out of his car. Wait. I'm pretty sure you're here for this. No, he does, He pulled in behind us. I, I think it was because we were tooling around, me and maybe Dan was in the car in front of me. There was two cars. Somebody, there was multiple people in with me too. I get pulled over because I think I'd, we were just making a lot of racket. Didn't really do anything yet, but... The cop pulls in, runs out of his car, runs up to the passenger seat, just goes, what the F are you guys doing? Stop acting like a bunch of a-holes. Mm. And then you can hear that, like he's getting a call on his thing. And he's like, oh, damn it. And he goes, you guys are lucky. You're getting lucky today. Yeah. And he just runs back to his car, hops in his car, pulls up next to us, yells something again through his window mm -hmm. as he's up next to us in his car and then goes to pin it. But he's in like a a wet spot or something oh, no and he just starts burning out yeah and not moving anywhere and we're just looking at him <laughs> and he's looking back at us burning out after he just yelled at us that's incredible and then finally he he takes off after what felt like forever do and you I, think that he thinks back in that moment and goes maybe they thought i meant to do that and i'm just a really cool cop or maybe, do you think he knows he messed up and you guys we immediately it? i'm pretty sure you'll have to ask dollars i think it was dan in the car with me we were dying <laughs> yeah i would be dying because we were just like burned out next looking to at him just waiting for him to take off and he's just burning out just <laughs> stuck in place uh did you ever are there other times that you remember getting pulled over with me with you not many no i got pulled over with dan a couple times um i got pulled over with dylan a couple times uh <laughs> Dan made me get pulled over one time. We were next to each other on the turnpike, which is a long stretch of road that's pretty much straight and cars always race on it. That's mm -hmm. where we had our like car meets back in the day. Yep. And I was next to Dan and that was when I had the uh, the Audi, the A4, which looked just like his S4, which yep. he still has. Yeah, that's crazy. And we it. were just driving next to each other because we had the same car and we thought it was cool and we were friends. We we're like, hey, what's up? And this cop was behind us and he pulls me over and he goes, you guys are about to race. And I was like, okay, what is this minority report? You can't arrest me for something I haven't done yet. <laughs> he goes, you guys were about to street race. And I'm like, well, how do you know? And he goes, because you were lining up. And I was like, we were just driving next to each other. And he goes, okay, well, then you guys were blocking traffic. And I was like, I was in the right lane. How can I be disrupting traffic? And he goes, all right, get out of here. So that was a that was a fun one. Well, I got pulled over <laughs> because of Dan one time too on 66. He does that to people. We He was in the S4. I was in my Evo. I had just got it tuned with the exhaust on. So I was mm. all pumped up on it. And yeah, we're, we went flying down 66. We get to where F40, is that what it's called? Yeah. Where the F40 is. And there's a cop sitting there waiting for us. Mm. Dan saw him ahead of time. So Dan pins it and keeps going. Oh, God. I stop at the stoplight and then take off like bat out of hell mm -hmm. and that was when i got my reckless driving ticket Jeez. because the cop it was kind of it was somebody that one of the cops that was in town that knew who we all knew who everybody was yeah and he goes hey he just pulls me over right in dunkin donuts parking lot didn't put his lights on or anything just pulled in behind me i pulled in the parking lot i got out of my car he got out of his and he goes what was that <laughs> and I go, ah, I just, I just put an exhaust on. I, I just wanted to try it out. And he goes, I saw you stop to the light. I clocked you at a hundred. Didn't think it was right. So I quickly clocked you again and it said 140. Oh God. So he's right. It wasn't right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that, that doesn't sound right. Should have trusted the right out the first time. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. So yeah, that's when I got my reckless driving ticket. I can't believe you actually gave you a ticket. I mean, it makes sense. They should have given you a I ticket. I should have got towed and arrested and the whole deal. And well, I just got a reckless driving, which turned out to be a big old pain in the neck. Mm. Because at that age, like I had to, I'm pretty sure I had to do- um, the, the community service. Community service, had to do yeah. go to court, the whole thing. Yep. And it cost probably a lot of money at that time. Yeah. 
I think uh, we had some cool cops in town for sure, but that was part of the problem is that we knew all the cops. So if you knew them and one of them didn't like you, like one of them really didn't like me. So every time he saw me, he would pull me over for something dumb, like at a missing headlight. And I was literally 30 seconds from my house and he's gave me a ticket for it. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm getting it fixed tomorrow. So that was kind of the good and bad part of knowing all the cops in the town. I mean, you were pretty popular with them too, though. I feel like they liked well, you. Well, yeah, they liked me, but at the same time, I was doing stupid stuff a lot of the times. Yeah. I remember I was with Taco once in my truck mm -hmm. and it was snowing and I thought I was by the fairgrounds just going down the road, just practicing my drifts <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And he pulls me over. He goes, what was that? And I go, I don't know. It was just fun to try to control the truck and keep it going side to side. At least you're being completely just honest. Just dead with honest. Yeah. Absolutely. They like, like all he could do is just shake his head. He didn't give me a ticket for that, but he's yeah. just like, can you please just, can you not? Yeah. <laughs> that F40 stretch, uh, stretch of road right there is pretty dangerous. I was following Jason in the winter and I was going back and forth practicing it and I got way too cocky and I went out real wide and then I go, okay, let me floor it this time. So then I floored it, came back this way and then just hopped right over the curb into F40 and ended up on the parking lot. Well, in the Evo, especially like <laughs> I would use that car. I was practicing how to learn how to like drive, like yeah. drive, drive. Yep. Uh, not like learn how to, I'm talking like race. Mm -hmm. I would practice drifts in it. You name it. Like I, I would get to the, where Dunkin' Donuts was. Yeah. And I'd always practice. Mm -hmm. Still have that video. <laughs> yep. And I mean, that thing handled like an absolute beast. So Unbelievable. Because you could just four wheel, you could con you could get into a controlled four wheel drift and you'd have all the control in the world. Yeah. You could put, you could put it wherever you want it. But I didn't, I was learning. Yeah. And I would just learn on the road. Like that video, I, I would love to see that video again because that's hilarious. All of the other cars just had to just sit there and wait for me to finish. Yeah, it was mine. a green light. <laughs> yeah, they were all waiting for you. I can bring it up. Um, what do you think about a electric? Have you done a tandem type situation in an electric vehicle before? Like, have you tried a Tesla? Any kind of burnouts and anything like that? Uh, no, I've just driven Teslas like in ludicrous mode, and it's absolutely absurd yeah they are insane i think the power is just it's instant and it's so it's so strong absurd yeah i, I mean and i've driven you know porsche gt3 rs's i've driven lamborghinis you name it i've driven it and the a tesla in ludicrous <laughs> mode has got to be the feeling is odd it's like uh when you're on a roller coaster and like you can't control like your heart sinking out of your chest yep uh, that's exactly what it's like. You're yeah. able to find videos so quickly, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I have a video of the Nismo too, with the uh, the terrible fart can on it. Just Nismo launch control. This was actually Dylan's versus versus you, in the uh, the his e car was faster than that. mine, right? In that specific situation, it was. Yeah, I mean, that thing was intense that was when it was squatting on itself and burning rubber so we race each other in this yeah and it yeah. always would happen and this is 66 yep. right yep it's all it was always the usually, same uh there wasn't usually cops on 66 no. too right by Duncan. i don't know why okay. that's all they had to do was just sit there <clears throat> well they started sitting there and that's how i got pulled over with dan they didn't tell us they were going to start sitting there they just started sitting there yeah he well i kept up with them kind of but we start going fast. Did you have a Mandingo pick, pickle sticker on your steering wheel? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I used to have one wow, on my phone. Wow, that's too. a throwback. Mandingo pickles. There's going to be so many small references in this podcast that people are either going to not have any idea or they're going to be like, oh, hang on a second. I know what that is. Number one podcast in motocross where you learn nothing about anything. Well, I was going to ask you about uh, electric dirt bikes because you rode that uh, that Alta for a while. How did you well, like I it? Well, I owned an Alta for a while. Yeah. And How it was like amazing. It? And they have that Stark one out now. Yeah. That I've, I'll probably end up getting, but I haven't tried it yet. I've heard it's redonkulous. I'm actually building a little mini electric dirt bike right now. Oh, really? Yeah. They make these, uh, it's like a Razor MX650. Uh -huh. It's literally meant for children. It's the size of a 50, maybe even a little bit smaller. But can you put batteries in it? Yeah, I increased it to 72 volts. Yes. And then oh, you put, can put a, a 72 volt in that? Well, you have to kind of change the motor and the wiring harness and all, pretty much everything. You kind of gut it and then rebuild it. Uh -huh. you just keep the frame, basically. 72 volt is stupid fast. It's a lot. Yeah. Stupid it's, fast. It's more than I need. Yeah. Um, 
and then I got a 1800 watt motor. Actually, no, I'm at 48 volts right now, but I left room to go to 72. That's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And I got an 1800 watt motor. So that'll put me around like 30 miles per hour, which is way too fast for a 50 as is. Cause this thing is smaller than a 50. Yes, yeah, so you just probably loop out as soon as you start going fast. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that. I just want something to- Have you ridden a Suron before? No, but that's kind of what I'm trying to build up to. Yes. Maybe I sell this and then I get like something a little bit bigger. Cause I would love a Suron. The Surons are awesome. And they put the 72 volt batteries in them and they're yeah. stupid. So I trained military guys on those. Yeah. I remember you were saying that. And it's pretty incredible. The first rendition that they kind of presented to us to train on, I'm like, you yeah. can't give, you can't have these guys on this. They're going to get themselves killed. Like yeah. this is, you can go 90 miles an hour. Yeah. It's and way the power, too much torque too. The power just keeps coming yeah. and it keeps coming. Uh, yeah, I think the electric stuff is awesome. I also think there's going to be a million different cool opportunities, like different tracks that you could have in areas where normally you couldn't. Um, we'll definitely do something cool with that. Because of the noise. and Oh, I, yeah. That's kind of the coolest part for me. I just want something that I can ride around the neighborhoods on and not yeah. disturb anybody. There's kids in South Glastonbury that have surrounds and they just practice their wheelies on our road. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. And you can't even tell. No. It's just like a humming. That's it. Yeah. And Amazing. they know how to wheel them too. They could put one knee up on the thing and they just ride all the way up to past around the corner up Crystal Ridge. Just showing off for you. Yeah. Full wheelie boys. Oh, because within the first day of us moving in, they all knew where we lived. How, yeah. How did they figure that out? Because they saw the van or? Well, no, we were walking the dog. We were walking Bear the first day that we moved in and we were up in Crystal Ridge walking and there's a house. That's just all dirt bikes outside. And it was like four golf carts, 12 dirt bikes. And it was clearly like somebody that lives there rides dirt bikes. All of his buddies were over. Yeah. And <clears throat> we walk by, a couple of them hop on their bikes, like 110s, I think, and start riding, doing wheelies up the street, ride by us, turn around, come back. And then I saw it like he did this and double, <laughs> like a straight up double take and then loops around, comes back. He goes, are you AJ Cat and Zero? I'm like, yeah. He goes, wait, like Moto Academy, AJ Cat and Zero? I'm like thinking no. to myself, no way. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he goes, what are you doing here? I'm like, whoa, yeah, we just, just moved in, literally right down the road. Oh. He rides right back down the driveway. They all come up. Yeah. All four golf carts, 12 dirt bikes, the whole, and all of them knew who I was. And I'm normally the one that discloses too much information. Mm -hmm. But in my head right away, I recognize like, okay, don't tell these kids exactly where we live. And Allie just blurts out our ad because they go, where are you guys? And she just blurts out our address. Oh God. And I'm like, oh, Allie. And, but they're all super, super nice. So yeah, it turns out good. there is definitely a rich kid that lives in that one house. The rest of them are all the farm families. Mm. And all the farm families, they've all ridden like throughout the generations of owning those properties. They've all yeah. ridden in the state forest and all of that. Uh, super respectful kids. They're all big into riding, watch Supercross, but more into woods riding. And uh, they came over, they, they now mow our lawn. They do <laughs> all of our things. They do when the when we had to get rid of our in-ground pool and the playscape that was in the backyard, like they came yeah. and like helped deconstruct it all and kind of get it out of there. Mm -hmm. Funny, but now we have other kids, like younger kids in the neighborhood that will just come and knock on the door and ask for free merch. <laughs> and it happens every time I'm not home. Oh, of course. So Allie will just call me and she'll go, hey, we got a knock on the door today. Two more little kids rode up on scooters and asked for AJ Cat and Zero free merch. Does she give it to them? No, she just says, oh, thankfully I'm never there. So she just has to deal with it. And she just says, oh, just come back again. He'll be here. And I'm never there when they come. God, poor kids. <laughs> Find out where they live and send them some merch. I think I know. They li they're, they're rich kids. They what do they need merch? free merch for? Everybody go, needs merch. go to shop.ajk. No, it's not. Wrong website. Shop.themotoacademy.com. <laughs> Speaking of, I need some free merch, by the way. Speaking of, what size do you wear? Large. Immediate free merch? I might have immediate free merch right up above us. Let's see what's up here. And this stuff runs big too. Size large. What's this? I don't know if it's big enough or if you need XL in that. What is it, cotton? It is, but it's like an expensive, nice cotton that doesn't really, it, it probably Ooh, shrinks, yeah, six and a half pounds. That's nice. It's heavy. Okay, cool. Do you think that's too small or do you think that would work? 
because they're meant to run big. So if you think it's borderline small, I'll get you an XL. Oh, and I have beanies in I need some of these beanies. Give me an XL. I think so. Okay. We'll keep this on reserve for our next guest. <clears throat> yeah, the new the new merch stuff sell like heavyweight. Yeah, I've been looking more into that recently. I watched uh the bear. Have you seen the bear on Hulu? No. With the guy from Shameless, with Lip from Shameless. No. It's a no. good show. Never heard of it. And he wears this uh this white shirt. It's like eighty dollars for this white shirt, but it's a heavyweight, nice yeah. white shirt. So I'll it's what the what apparently like even this hoodie's super heavy. The t-shirts, I kind of like how they look. I guess they're like thick collars. They're meant to be like boxy fit. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with the styles nowadays. I'm disconnect. I don't pay attention. I don't watch other people's content. I don't pay attention. I don't watch movies or TV shows really. So I never know what. I don't know what's cool. These all. are what's cool right now. The Whitesville, they're Japanese ring spun cotton, heavyweight, very nice. It's like $75 for a two pack. Yeah, so I guess similar idea. They look like boxy. Yeah. They're big. They're not meant to be tight, right? No. Or are they? <clears throat> I mean, it's a very well fitting shirt, so you have to kind of get the right size mm. for sure. But, well, we're 51 minutes in. I think we did it. We accomplished it. Um, Moto Academy podcast for the there's probably uh, I'd say there's one there's one to two people still listening <laughs> there's easily one to two people still listening so shout out Driver Jamie if you're listening shout out uh, who else is still listening Dawson 401 I bet you Dawson 401 is into cars he probably listened to this whole episode so shout out uh, send in questions to the podcast questions account inside the Moto Academy app I haven't looked in there in a few weeks because we've just been busting out these podcasts without questions. So there's probably a million in there, but don't be shy. Send more through. Next episode I, I do, I'll do it solo and I'll just answer all the questions or even better, I'll do it with Allie and answer all the questions. Uh, so don't be, don't be shy, send those through. Number one podcast in motocross, uh, first OGC member, Jack Darpino. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Wow. Appreciate it. We did it one hour. Uh, we'll get the whole, we'll have to get all of group chat in here and we do should. a proper group chat podcast. That we we'll need more mics. We got one more mic and then okay. we can just kind of pass mics around and then we can put that podcast behind the $1,000 paywall okay. that we yeah. have. So it's just the, the top secret. VIP paywall. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. We've got a couple podcasts already in there. Mm -hmm. So then we can actually speak our minds too. Yeah. So we can actually yeah, tell there's, our, our there's so many stories. good group chat memories that we've got to put behind that thousand dollar paywall. Yeah, the, so. the stories we have, they get a little more than PG thirteen. So they gotta <laughs> be behind a P wall P wall, so you know. Okay. Uh that was fun. Toodaloo.